Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show where I document my journey building a pool service company. I'm your host, Dave, and today I want to talk about um, where we're at uh, and what, what my kind of main focuses this week are and what I've been up to. Um, kind of, I guess, more business as usual uh, for this podcast. It seems to be the way these go. I just sort of uh, start rambling and, and kind of get to what I want to talk about eventually. So, um, you know, it's been a really exciting year so far. We started the year, uh, let me rephrase that. We ended the year last year with, I would say, roughly 160 customers, um, if I have my numbers right, which a lot of times I don't. Um, It's hard for me to keep track of everything. Uh, But I believe we were at roughly 160 or so, and then... um, maybe 164, 163, just shy of uh, 165. And, you know, we had a really good uh, opening start to the year. We got picked up about 12 accounts with a very small route purchase. And then um, we've picked up quite a few more uh, just simply from growth. Uh, And now we're sitting at just, uh, just shy of 185. So not a bad start. Um, Up roughly 20 customers uh, in a month and a half. And we're not even like, we're, we're just not even really in that time of year yet where growth is a thing. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, you know, it's, not, it's just not the growth season yet. So I'm not focused on growing right now. I'm focused on preparing to grow right now. Um, you know, and, and there's been a lot of things that I needed to get done that we are either done with or halfway done with. Uh, and it's been really, really good. Uh, to get these things done, and and then also, um, I'm I'm I picked up a couple of really good um, bits of advice from um, Pool Nation podcast. The they do these Instagram lives, and I uh, apparently they they call people up uh, on the Instagram lives to to talk to them and ask questions and all that good stuff. And so I was like, hell yeah, sign me up. I'll I'll go ask. Uh, them and like the rest of all of the contractor community to tell me uh, what I'm doing wrong, kind of. Um, it was, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little embarrassing. Um, I don't, I did not do well uh, on it, but I did get up there and I did talk to them and I got a ton of really good advice. So I wanted to kind of talk about some of those things as well. But yeah, so, you know, we're up about 20 customers so far this year. We have two employees, um, and you know, one of which we promoted to a lead technician, so he is slotted for leadership already. Um, you know, the the salary adjustment is going to be, you know, th- this upcoming pay period is actually the first time I'm paying him his new salary, which is astronomically higher than uh, you know what I've ever paid anyone in my life, um, or in, at least in the life of this business. And uh, but he really deserves it. So I, if I could pay him more, I would. But we got to make sure we can afford what I you know, the, the sort of rough math numbers that, uh, I, you know, I threw together to be able to say, yes, we can pay you this or no, we can't. Um, and I'm not really talking very well this morning, but there's a lot of things rattling around in the old noggin right now. So if I'm a little scrambled, just bear with me. There's, it's just been a, a, a wild first couple of the first month and a half. It's it hasn't even been a couple months and we've gotten so much done. Um, so yeah, so moving forward, what do we need to do? We need to get ready for the growth season. Um, I need a team that I can dump a ton of customers onto. Um, and 
you know, and, and a ton, what I mean by that is, let me get specific. I need a team that I can dump uh, roughly a little less than 100 customers on at, at the max, right? So let's say 90 customers on. Um, right now, we're past our capacity with two guys. Uh, I, and I don't, I, I clearly, I just, I don't have enough time to do uh, the pools the way that I used to. And I mean, I could probably make a little bit of time but just not consistently. I tried. I, I actually assigned myself a route and I did a little bit of it for the first week and I just got pulled into so many things. It's just, it's not a feasible thing for me to do right now. Um, knowing that I have to prep for this growth season. So what does it look like to be able to handle 90 new customers uh, in, in a span of a few months? What to me that looks like is, is a three-man team. So two technicians, uh, level one, two, or three. Uh, for us, the the difference in technician levels, the the type of repair uh, you're qualified to do, and how much you get paid for those repairs, um, uh, or type of responsibilities, I should say, because filter cleans are part of that. Um, we, we have bonus structures for every every tier, um, and uh, so we need two of those, and we need one lead tech. Uh, that I can trust. So I have the lead tech. I have one technician. I've got two interviews today. I had two interviews yesterday. I had four interviews the day before. So we're interviewing, um, but it's going to, you know, it's a, it's a tough market to, to find people to come work for you. And, um, you know, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's just the reality. So it's, it's going to be hard. Um, but hopefully we find somebody soon, the sooner, the better. So we need to build this team out. Now, we don't really have, at 185 pools, that's not really enough for three full-time employees. Um, it will be. I will make it enough. Um, but I am definitely putting the cart before the horse from a financial perspective uh, in that, you know, it, it really, you know, it, it's really about 200. And 200 is probably the minimum for a full-time, like three full-time guys with one of them being a lead tech. Uh, but, but that's okay. Uh, because I'd rather have the team built and ready, uh, cause right now it's slow, uh, than try to build it on the fly while it gets really busy. That'd be way harder. So, so that's what I'm doing. We're, that's still the main focus. I'm still really gunning for it this week. I've been, we've been hitting interviews as hard as we possibly can this week. My goal, it, I mean, I, I have to be careful of not to not set hiring goals, um, in week from week to week kind of thing. I, I'm, I'm able to set other goals like get a storage unit or storage facility, not unit, but storage facility for chemicals. I could do that in a week, right? That's a measurable thing. That is a predictable thing. I, it's really just a, you know, quantity, like go call every storage facility to see if they have capacity for the type of, you know, storage that I need to safely and, and you know, safely store chemicals, right? And I will find one, right? That That's just grind and, and get it done. With employees, it's like, uh, it's, it's much more of a interview as many people as you can and hopefully you find somebody, but you probably won't. So just keep interviewing as many people as you can until that goal is done, right? Spend as much money as you can on that, on the, the job, uh, interviews or the, sorry, the job postings, just spend, spend as much as you can on that and then interview as much as you can. And eventually you'll find someone. And that's kind of the way it's been going for us. Um, you know, what's the benefit of right now is I don't need someone. I don't have to have someone to run the business you know, for for the business to keep running. Uh, I've been in that situation where we desperately needed somebody or everything came to a grinding halt. And, you know, last year, actually, we had a three to four month period where everything came to a grinding halt because I could not uh, accept any new customers because I could not find anybody. So I really would like to avoid that. 
this year. Um, but we don't need someone right now. We still have capacity. We could probably get about 50 more pools before it's just impossible for me to do anything. Um, anything outside of doing pools with my team. So if we have to grow by only 50 and like, you know, hopefully slowly, but surely, uh, find someone we can, I still would rather get them in on, on our team as soon as possible, but it's not, um, it's not a, uh, how do I want to put it? It, it's not, it's not, uh, we're not desperate yet, I guess is what I'm, what I'm saying. So we're, we're, we are proactively hiring someone kind of for the first time in our history, we're proactively looking to hire someone. And that's really nice because we can be a lot more selective. Um, uh, and, uh, and I really like that position. Um, I would still rather have an employee right now, but I like that position. So that's the employment front, doing a shitload of interviews, getting after it. Hopefully we find someone soon. Um, that's the game plan. We'll see. Um, next on the list is storage and location. So I, um, uh, I was able to this week sign a lease. I signed it yesterday um, on a uh, piece of land with a storage unit on it or a storage, uh, what are they called? The, the shipment containers, shipping containers. Now, we're not storing chemicals there because you uh, and for anybody thinking about doing this, don't do that. Don't store chemicals in a shipping container. Um, but we have a lot of equipment and, that I can store in a shipping container and run power to and, you know, through the, uh, extension cords and stuff like that. So like for charging batteries and things like that, like, um, it, this, so this is going to be our, our kind of locate our hub of just where we keep the trucks, where the employees meet, where I do interviews. Um, this is just going to be our sort of central location. It's center to geographically. Um, it's awesome. It's such a good spot. It's geographically, it's right in the middle of all of the three major territories that we operate in. I guess it's four now. I keep that reminding myself. We just, we kind of, um, out of the blue are, you know, own another territory now. Um, so we have, uh, uh, four territories in the city that I'm in, in the County that I'm in. And this location is literally right in the middle of it. We could actually expand. Uh, it actually is really cool because it gives me an idea of where we could expand to geographically and where we cannot expand to geographically. And I can start being really, really strict about that. Um, so that's really cool. Um, but we have that. I di- dialed that in. I moved in a lot of, basically all of our equipment I've now moved in. Um, and now the, the next thing is, um, at least in our city, there's, uh, just so many thefts of, um, what are they called? Uh, not carburetors, uh, but a part of the car, I, I'm not very good at trucks and cars and stuff. <laughs> I'm not like very mechanic, uh, mechanically inclined with when it comes to cars, but, um, what is that called? Uh, shoot. If it comes back to me, I'll, I'll say it, but um, you know, there's a piece of a, a, a car that apparently is, is getting stolen because there's a massive shortage. And so people are getting their vehicles uh, vandalized and, and that, that piece is jacked right out. And so you got to get a shield, what is known as a shield or a lock, some sort of unit that protects it. So I do need to do that still um, before we can actually park the trucks there overnight. Um, because before they were just all parked in front of my driveway and, you know, no big deal. Now it's like, well, you know, if I'm not going to be able to just look out my window and see that, you know, no one's taking my, um, intake. No, what is it called? God, I can't, uh, I had it. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, but if, you know, making sure that nobody's taking stuff out of my trucks, like just by looking out the window, I need in that case to, uh, you know, make sure that they're as protected as they can be. So 
we're not storing chemicals at this facility, um, but we are uh, parking our trucks there and parking our equipment there. Um, so right now, what I'm looking for is that storage unit in the same general area. And I think I found one, actually. Um, I actually reserved it online because it's it seems to hit all of the things, all of the requirements to be able to store um, the, the chemicals that I need very safely and securely. And honestly, I just want to sleep well at night. I don't want to be like freaking out about where my chemicals are. I mean, there's a lot of guys who maybe they just, they just put stuff, um, and just kind of cross their fingers, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that at all. I have too many people that depend on this business working, um, for their income and their livelihoods to, uh, to take risks like that. Um, you know, maybe when I was first starting, you know, but not really. I, I, I always try to do stuff above board and, and do stuff, you know, uh, in a, um, in compliance with the law. Uh, absolutely. So anyway, so, but that's, that's been the next big project, right? Um, you know, is moving into an actual location, moving out of our garage. Cause what will happen also is we can paint the trucks and we can wrap the trucks and we can start looking like a real professional company. Uh, this is going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool to see, uh, where this goes. And, um, yeah, I'm just really pumped on this. So location wise, we're about, I would say 60% dialed in with that. And I think we'll be completely moved in, uh, beginning of March, which will be also so nice to not have, uh, a freaking pool company yard for a driveway. Uh, it's not looking good anymore. It's, it's getting a little too hairy in my house in a residential neighborhood with trucks, with chemicals, with equipment all over the place. It's just, it's, it's starting to get a real, real, real crowded at my residential house. So, you know, moving that stuff out, uh, is going to be, uh, awesome. And then also it's going to be awesome to be able to do interviews on a property instead of just meeting in, I mean, I don't know if I, I might still just meet, in, you know, in a parking lot somewhere in, in the area of operations just for convenience sake. Um, but it would be cool. You know, it's just, it's a feather in the cap to have a location. It really is. Uh, I'm really pumped about it. Uh, like really, really pumped about it. I'm proud. I'm really proud. Um, it's a weird feeling. It's like a, it's like, it's just a thing that I need to get done, but I'm really proud of it. And it's, it's, it's kind of almost unfortunate because all of a sudden now I have overhead and I have to pay every month for something that is not going to make me more money, uh, directly. It's going to ind- indirectly, it's going to increase our capacity, but, um, you know, it's not going to make me more money directly. And so it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting thing to be really excited about, uh, and happy about because it's an expense, but it's like, dude, I started this thing out of my garage, you know, I like, that's crazy. Like we have a facility now, pretty soon all of our trucks are going to be painted the same color and wrapped the exact same way, you know, like, wow, we actually, we're actually building a real company all of a sudden. And it's, I I don't know, it's really uh, rewarding. It's a really fulfilling feeling to have uh, a location set up. And I mean, like I said, we're, we're about 60% of the way done with the, the location project. Um, which is a quarter one goal. So hire someone quarter one goal, uh, location slash, you know, storage for chemicals, quarter one goal. Actually the location wasn't even a quarter one goal. It just was such a good opportunity, um, that, you know, cause I was looking for places to store chemicals and this place was not a place to store chemicals, but it was a great place to, to set up a set up shop. And, uh, you know, <coughs> um, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a really cool, cool situation, uh, to have. So, Quarter one goal, 
location. Nearly done with that. Now, management plan. Uh, standard operating procedure. I didn't know that that's what it was called. I was thinking like employee handbook, you know, things like that. How can I, you know, we're get, we're just getting to that point where like I can't really, I actually, I, now I know I, that I can't go to every pool every month. I thought that I could. Um, and uh, on that on that Instagram live that I was talking about yesterday, um, Edgar from uh, Pool Nation made a really good point that I didn't realize that I was already there. I thought I should be able to get to every pool. And he was saying, no, like you really can't. And there's a reason why, you know, he asked me like, where's all my time spent if I'm not in the field? I'm like, dude, I, I mean, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you've heard some of my other episodes, you know, it's everywhere. It's all over the place. I'm doing shit all the time. Um, and it changes for week to week. So I can't really say one thing that is taking all of my time on a consistent basis. Like right now I'm getting a location. I'm hiring, I'm interviewing people. I'm doing our advertising. I'm doing our, our, our uh, recruitment advertising. I'm trying to set up processes. I'm trying to find routes to buy. I'm trying to, you know, do all like maintain our, our quality. I'm trying to do repairs. I'm trying to schedule repairs with our contractor. Like all of these things that I do, um, it, it fluctuates. Some weeks I do more of this, more of that. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, I'm doing a shitload of stuff. And so he made a really, really smart, really good point that I'm not going to be able to see every pool, um, anymore. And that was something that I didn't really think I was, I knew it was going to happen this year, but I didn't think I was there yet. Cause I was thinking 185, that that's not that hard to get to every month. But then if I'm really thinking about it, actually, I don't think I've been doing that. I don't think I've been getting to every pool every month. And I, and because of that, I've sort of naturally as I'm, and this is a mistake. This is something that I should have seen, but I just, you know, and this is why I wanted to jump on that live and ask a couple of questions because I needed people from the outside to poke, poke holes in, in the business that I'm building because I'm too close. I couldn't see what I couldn't see. And one of the things I couldn't see was, I don't validate that the pools are done with quality anymore the same way that I used to when it was a smaller team. And, and it's because it's impossible for me to do. And I was trying to rely on the skimmer app uh, to tell me if the pools have been done well. Um, but f- even with taking multiple pictures, um, photos don't do it justice. I actually did a spot check um, yesterday because uh, I had to go and, and look at something for a repair and the pool was not done to the quality that I would have wanted it to be done. And that was a really um, interesting how it, it was, it was a really good lesson to learn. It was really interesting, the serendipity of it. You know, I just happened to go to a pool. I wasn't doing a spot check, but I was thinking the whole time that I was at my pool uh, or at the pool that it, my tech had just done, like, man, this wasn't done well enough. It was not the worst. Now, I don't want to like make it seem like I, my techs are out there doing a shitty job. They're not. They're doing a great job. They're just, you know, balancing the speed because I have I have been putting a lot of pools on them. So they're balancing speed with quality. And, um, you know, I think they're just making decisions that I don't necessarily agree with, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, oh, that's not enough to empty the leaf catcher, for example. You know, like when I got there, I'm like, oh, that looked like that wasn't emptied. That was the first thing I thought. If that's the first thing I think, that's what the, the homeowner is going to think. You know, there were some things on the floor and you could argue, you know, if things are up into suspense, it's kind of hard. You know, we do have time limits on every pool. Um, and, uh, you know, you can't sit there and like hit everything in suspense. You should avoid putting things in suspense for sure. But like, there's going to be some things that get 
hit up in, in suspense and you can't see it. And then 20 minutes later, it floats, sinks to the bottom and it looks like there's stuff on the bottom, right? That happens. That's just part of service. That's just part of the reality of cleaning a pool is you're not going to be perfect, right? Not every microscopic little thing is going to get hit. And I'm talking about like things that are no bigger than a centimeter, you know, uh, in length and, you know, t- tiny little things. So yeah, it makes sense. If it's in suspense, you may not see it. So those little things, I don't know how much I care, um, about that, but, um, I do think that the job could have done, been done a little bit better. And, um, so I need to standardize. And, and so that's one of the things that they, they had mentioned, uh, Edgar had mentioned is that, um, I'm not going to be able to do, uh, the quality check on every single pool. I'm not going to be able to follow along. And he actually read my freaking mind. That was what was crazy. He was reading my mind, uh, probably because he's done it before and he knows what normal people would assume is the right way to go. Um, and, and it's wrong. And, but I was thinking that I was thinking, you know, I would check every single pool every single month and then I would hire, you know, have my lead tech check every single pool every month. And, um, you know, he was like, and he said that he was like, you know, you're probably thinking number one, you know, it is just not feasible to check every single pool every single month. And even if you could, you know, when you had to go and hire someone to do that, you're not going to have the budget, um, to hire someone to go and check every single pool every single month, because you're going to grow past that capability. You're going to grow past your ability to do that and any individual's ability to do that. And so the way that you, you correct that is you do something called spot checks. You go in after a, a pool has been serviced at random. You let your team members know that you're going to be re- like going in and doing spot checks and checking their work and reporting to them the things that they did right and the things that they did wrong and they're going to you're going to be coaching them to improve their service it's not a fun thing to do but it's an important thing to do and i it kind of just really blew my mind that um and i feel uh and i think this is my ego getting in my way which you know it does i, I i'm not perfect you know my ego is something that i absolutely need to fix um or, or work on um but I think it's my ego getting away I'm with what I'm about to say. But I'm like, he said that. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that? Like, damn. Like, sometimes I'm like, damn. Like, I should have thought of that. I thought I'm, I'm a relatively smart guy. I, I could, I can come up with solutions. And, but I didn't come up with that. And that is so smart. <laughs> so. We're, I, I messaged this out to the team that we're going to be doing two things. We're, we're going to be creating a standard operating procedure handbook, like an actual on-paper uh, handbook. And the, one of the first things we're going to start doing inside of that standard operating procedure is we're going to implement spot checks on every pool. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's not going to be fun, but this is and this is what I this is the way I communicated it to my team. You know, here's the reality. What we are trying to build is a career, uh, is a is a is a company that lasts, a, a company that gets big. And oh, hold on. Okay, sorry, I'm driving and uh, some some shenanigans are happening on the road. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I, the way I communicate it is like, you know, here's the vision I have for the company. We're going to be one of the largest service companies in our area. We're going to have the highest quality standards in our area. And what that means for our team, our team members is. I'm trying to build something where you could build a real career, um, you know, with us, you know, benefits, good pay, um, paid time off, you know, 
you know, room for growth, room for advancement. The only way we get there is if the quality of service is there. And the only way we can ensure the quality of service is there for all pools at scale is to have operating procedures like check, you know, spot checks, like um, you, you know, uh, just kind of standardizing workflows for, for repairs, like spot checks, like doing all of these things. And, and for all of our employees to have a handbook to go to an opera, you know, an SOP to go to, to say, Oh yeah, that's, that works. Like, this is what I do in this situation. It says it right here for any situation that they're, they're in, hopefully. Um, so that was really eye-opening. That was one huge, huge, um, you know, uh, takeaway from uh, from the the Instagram live. Um, that might have been the biggest one. The other one, um, I mean, there was a ton. There were so many good ideas um, that I, I really want to uh, hit as fast as possible. The other one was, you know, if I don't have the time to write uh, an S, uh, a standard operating procedure, an SOP, um, number one, don't just give up uh, and um, don't be like upset that you can't get it all. But just start working on it. Um, so I'm, I am going to just start working on it um, and, you know, do little bits at a time, little as, as problems arise and that I solve, add it, you know, to the to the thing. Um, but the other thing is he, he, he recommended is we have it in our budget. Go out and find somebody who knows how to build these um, SOPs and hire them to build one. And I really like this idea. I have, you know, we, we did infuse some capital into the business this year so that we have some dry powder for opportunities that come up. And this is an opportunity that's coming up to prepare us for the growth season even more. Um, you know, everything we're doing right now is in preparation for the growth season. Quarter one is not about growth. Quarter one is about preparation. Get our systems dialed in. Get everything dialed in. Get the location. Get the trucks. Get everything dialed for the growth season. Paint them. Wrap them so that we look I mean, uh, bigger than what we are, you know, I don't know if it look bigger than we are. It's more of be able to make an impression on more people. And if we're all operating in the same area with all of our, all four of our trucks and all four of our trucks are these awesome yellow, uh, uh, trucks with these cool wraps and stuff or big, bright, you know, color. I don't know what color, but you know, big, bright color. And with these, you know, cool wraps, like, um, you know, that that's going to look that's going to make a bigger impression. It's going to be, you know, the, the communities that we serve, the routes that we have are relatively tight. There's really only about one route that's not really that tight. Um, and, but it's a newer, it's a newer area that we're, it, the, the route density isn't there yet because like I'm building this from scratch myself. And it's like, uh, it, it's one of the most, um, ideal, uh, spots in my area. It's the, it's our, it's our big dollar, um, move. It, it's the one that we're going to build slow, but we're definitely going to build. And, and once we, once we've built a really, um, good, tight, solid, large route there, it's going to be the route that allows us to, to scale faster and faster and faster. Cause the, the quality of customer there is there. The, the, um, yeah, the, it's just a higher, um, higher net worth, uh, demographic in that area. Um, it's my neighborhood, uh, too, which is like, uh, which doesn't really matter as much. Cause now that we have a location, we're not, you know, starting from my driveway. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that is the, <sighs> shit, I lost my train of thought. One second. I'm going through a construction zone here. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I think some construction guys accidentally knocked the power to the stoplight that I was at and things got wild. 
Um, but yeah, so quarter one, that's what I was talking about. So quarter one, um, has been about all these preparation, you know, preparatory, uh, type things. We got to build these systems. We got to get our standard operating procedure. We've got to get our location. We've got to get our truck styled in because then, and we got to get that final employee. Those are really the big goals for this quarter. And we're, you know, I would say 75% of the way there, um, in total, maybe not 75, we're we're about 60% of the way there in total. And we're only halfway through the quarter. So we're right on track. Um, so these are, these are great. Uh, this is a great, has been a great first quarter. It's been so goddamn busy though. Um, tomorrow, the next day, I actually have to do my routes. Uh, one of my guys is out of town for two days. So tomorrow and and Monday, I'm actually out there doing a big route, um, which is kind of like, ugh. Uh, not the good time, but you know, I got to do what you got to do. Um, and, uh, I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it because it's going to be an excuse to just put my goddamn phone down and stop, you know, I'll answer phone calls and stuff like that. But uh, I, I, I have been very reactive while I get this, these things done because I know I'm putting a lot on my team. So I know there's going to be some things that slip a little bit while I get these other things done. And so I have to be very responsive to kind of compensate for those, um, planned slippage, uh, slip ups, I guess. Um, you know, so I've been playing a lot more customer service, a lot more, uh, put out fire, you know, fireman. I've been playing fireman a lot more to put out fires that come up recently than I really normally probably would if I uh, had all these things dialed in, but I don't. So, you know, that's part of this. I, I've just got to dial these things in. Um, and so, yeah, so that that's where we're at. Uh, it's a, It's been crazy. It's been crazy. But, uh, um, oh, and finally, um, you know, the question in the live, that was the other thing. And it was a, a question that John from pool nation had uh, pool nation podcast had asked me on that live. Um, once I kind of told him the, the problems I'm having and, and kind of where we're at and what we're trying to do, I kind of alluded to what we're trying to do. I didn't get into like nitty gritty like I do in this. Cause this is kind of more for me just documenting the journey, but you know, I was just trying to get some answers from a lot of experts. Um, and one of the questions he asked is like, you know, I, I told him my, one of my problems is, you know, I'm, I'm getting to that point where I I have too many repairs for one contractor. Um, I mean, it's not if he worked for me, but he doesn't. And so it's too many for just one person. And the question is, is, you know, I, I don't want to slow down our growth. And so me doing the, the work doesn't make as much sense here. One moment, I'm going to pull into, uh, into our location here. All right here at the location, which is crazy here at the shop is what I'm calling. I'm here at the shop, <laughs> my, my shipping container. Uh, it is our shop though. Um, but yeah, so, uh, it, uh, the, the question he posed to me was, you know, I, I was asking, is it time to like, you know, expand my network of contractors? Is it, is there a, you know, is, is it, is there a standard in the industry somewhere where, you know, contractors will partner with guys like me? You know, one of the things is I really want, um, to bring our, the contractor that I work with on board on the team, but he's already told me his price and it's not a price that I'm going to be able to afford anytime soon, but to, and I, but I do want to do it. It's just to get there, I'm going to have to, uh, in order to get to that 
um, point where I can pay him the money that he's worth to bring him onto the team to help me build these systems is I have to figure out something in the meantime. Uh, because to get there, we're going to have to be a $1.5 to $2 million company um, per year. And, uh, um, you know, to be a $1.5 million to $2 million company, I have to solve the repair problem. So I'm like, uh, you know, it's like the chicken and the egg situation um, where I don't know um, what to do. So I, I asked, I asked the, I posed the question. And, and so John asked me a question in response is, do I plan on getting my contractor's license? And I said, I don't know. Um, and I'll tell you why I don't know. The, the reason why I wasn't necessarily planning on getting my contractor's license was I know what I'm good at. I'm good at growing this thing. I'm good at building these systems on the fly. Now I'm maybe not coming up with the systems, but I can find the answers. Like for example, yesterday I found the, the spot check and the standard operating procedure, uh, answers that I was looking for. And now I'm going to implement them and I'm good at implementing these things. I'm good at acting fast and getting shit done. Um, and you know, that's very valuable, but you know, the other, the other side of that is, you know, I'm, I'm okay at repairs, but I'm only two years into this, man. Like I, I can rig up a variable speed pump. I can program equipment. I can, you know, I don't, I can't do all of the things like, you know, every relay switch and every controller and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, it, it, but, but I can do all the basics. I can put it, slap on a booster pump. I can plumb in a new filter. I can, you know, plumb in a salt cell. Like th- these things I can do, but can I do them as well as somebody who's been doing this for 20 years? Hell no, of course not. Uh, and, and that's kind of my dilemma is, is do I invest in these skills knowing that in the, in the future, that's not really what I want. I don't want to do that. I want to grow and allow the people who have these skills already do those things, um, leverage the skills that other people have acquired and bring them on, on and, and unite them under my vision and, and, and unite them under, you know, my team. And, and so that we are a, a, a really great team, um, all, all gunning for the same, the same goal. That's the way I see it. And I didn't say it in that level of detail. I was on camera. (laughs) I, that's where I was like, I kind of wish I had a better, uh, I I wish I articulated myself better, but it was the first time I was on camera in front of like people. Um, and, uh, so I, I got nervous and I didn't say the right things and I probably didn't do things very well. Uh, One moment here. All right. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so uh, the I didn't I didn't articulate it well, but basically that was I, I got the 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 uh, sentiment across. I got I got the intent across that hey, I don't know if it's very valuable for me to become a contractor. I don't know, and I said you know I don't know. Like that's why I'm asking. I'm a, I'm asking you you guys. Um, I don't know. I I don't right now. I don't think it's that valuable to get. Um, but because I, I know what we're good at, but I'm open. Um, and he's like, well, listen, I can't tell you what's right for your business, which was really cool. That's always a good sign. When someone knows like knows that they don't know what I'm trying to accomplish because I haven't said what I'm trying to accomplish, that's a smart person. That's immediately, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to listen to you. Like, that's right. You don't know what I'm doing, so you shouldn't assume. And so he, he, he came from a place of not assuming right away, which is like, so many people just assume stuff. 
Most people I talk to try to tell me how to run my business. Um, and I'm open to feedback and I listen. Um, but I would say 80% of the time, um, they don't know what I'm trying to actually do. And they're just trying to think what would they do, um, given the, the goals that they assume. And oftentimes the goals are either sideways, not like not, not what I'm trying to do at all, or, um, not aggressive enough or whatever. But, but the case, but the point is the advice doesn't really, um, it's not as high. It doesn't provide me enough value to actually get anything actionable out of it because they don't know what we're trying to do because I didn't tell them and that's okay. Uh, But a lot of people assume. And so it was really cool that he didn't just assume, which is a really, I don't know, at least for me, it's an indicator that you're pretty smart. Um, that you immediately say, I don't know what's right for your business because you haven't said anything. So that's what he, he started. Like, I don't know if it's right for you to do. And everyone in the, now, everyone in the Instagram live comments was like, yes, get your contractor's license. It's not hard. Just do it. You need it. Absolutely get it. And I'm two years away, technically. Uh, I might be able to leverage my college degree to get a contractor's license earlier, uh, but I'll get into that in a second. But um, they were all saying, yes, get it. You have to get it. You need to get it. Uh, but he was saying, you don't necessarily have to. There's a lot of enormous service companies that just clean pools and don't have contractors license. So if you, you know, if this is the, if that's what you're trying to build, which that is kind of what I'm trying to build, <coughs> I just think repairs, it, it does feel like customers have the expectation that repairs are included. That's really the only reason I have repairs as part of the business. Major equipment uh, pad repairs, right? Um, the little stuff I can do. That's part of it. You just have to learn how to do that stuff. Um, cleaner sweeps, sweeps, booster pumps, you know, swapping motors, th- those, those kinds of things you have to be able to do to do this job. That's just part of it. Um, I'm talking about like, you know, installing a new variable speed and hooking it up to a brand new, you know, uh, easy touch eight control panel, which, you know, and then, and then, uh, throwing on some actuators, which I can do like a lot of those installs, but when it comes to the easy touch, like, uh, rigging everything up to the easy touch, um, I don't know how to do it. Uh, I, I don't, I kind of know how to do it, I should say, but I don't know well enough how to do it. And it would take a long time of trial and error to be able to do it. So, so yeah, so he said, I don't know if that's right for you. I will, you know, I would recommend that you learn about it. Um, and he said, uh, you know, you don't even, and I, and I said, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, I, I don't have the trade skills. I have like the basic stuff, but I don't have those trade skills. And he's like, well, you don't need to get a trade. You could even just get, um, I don't remember the classification. I need to look this up, but there's apparently a, a, a contractor classification where it doesn't require the trade skills and it's just the legal and business and employee, uh, side of things. And like what liability, like, what are you liable for? What are you not liable for those kinds of things? And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. All of those things are all glaring holes that I've been thinking about, like hiring a lawyer for or something because I don't know what to do. And apparently if I just take this goddamn contractor course and and take this contractor's license, number one, I'm proving to my customers that I'm somebody you can trust. Uh, I'm also number two, learning the things that I need that have been keeping me up at night recently. uh, As we get to this sort of new size of business, new size of revenue. Um, So it was really cool. He was like, you know, but I would suggest looking into it. If it doesn't work for you, then yeah, you need to, you need to find a lot of guys. And he gave me a couple of guys up here in my city to, to kind of reach out to and say that, you know, he told, told me to give you a call kind of thing. And that was awesome. So, uh, I have some new contacts to, to try to call and, um, yeah, really, really cool, really, really cool, um, insight there. And, uh, but what I will say, my biggest takeaway from the contractor portion is 
I do need a contractor's license, period. Um, because here's the thing. I didn't really think I did. Um, and now not everybody knows my goal. Like none of these people knew my goals with this, with this company. Um, but here's the reality. Neither do I in, in some ways. Like I have a vision of where this goes and what this ends out. But I'm also learning as I go and learning more about this industry as I go, learning more about what's standard and, and things like that as I go. And uh, let me tell you, if uh, an Instagram Live that has uh, that had at any given time 30 to 40 people in it and every one of those people's, people, you know, every one of those people in the live audience was a uh, contractor pool person, uh, or at least the vast majority of them were contractor pool people, and they were all saying the exact same thing. Well, I don't know if you've heard the saying, but if everyone is an asshole, you're the asshole. So I'm the only one, I was the only one who seemed to be there thinking that it was a smart idea to not be a contractor. And, uh, and they were all saying it's super easy, just study and take the test and you're good. And I'm not bad at taking tests. Uh, and if I'm being really honest with myself, it was just something that I didn't want to have to do because it was more work on top of all of the work that I do. So I was being a little lazy. Um, I'm, I don't know if lazy is like, you know what? That, that's not nice to myself. I need to be nicer. I need to speak. Don't put that kind of stuff on me. It's not that I'm being lazy. It's just, I have a lot of other shit to do. And, you know, I have to be careful with my time. That's really what it boils down to. I need to be careful with my time. But that was a huge thing. And it made me realize, holy shit, I need this like yesterday. So here's the problem. I'm only two years into this journey. Um, I have heard uh, from a couple of different sources that I might be able to leverage the fact that I have a college degree. Um, uh, I might be able to leverage that and be able to take this contractor test earlier. And that would be sweet. So uh, one of my goals, once I'm kind of wrapped up with the location stuff this week is next week, really try to hone in and, and figure out the contracting stuff and get that on the schedule to get my license as fast as possible. I don't know if it's possible, but if it is, that's what we're doing. So yeah, so that's, um, that's it. Uh, that, that's kind of the, the big takeaways. That's where we're at. I think that's probably good, a good spot to cut this at. Um, really excited about everything that's going on. Not so excited to be like heads down doing pools, but also it kind of sounds nice to just put everything down for a second and just clean some pools, just kind of throw on some headphones, listen to music and just chill out and clean some pools. Um, it's a lot. We have 50 pools to do on Monday for two people. That's, um, mo- you know, that, that, that's a lot, at least for me, that's a lot of pools. Um, nowadays, I mean, you know, when I first started, we were doing like 30, 35 pools a day, like alone that that's a lot, but it's been a while since I've done that. So 25 pools in one day is going to be quite a bit. So, but we can do it. I think we can grind through and, and, and get it done. Uh, and I think it's actually going to be a little bit of a break. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, if, if you've made it this far, I really appreciate it. Feel free to reach out to me, project deep on Instagram. Um, if you don't mind, leave a rating and review, uh, that that'll help me get this podcast out to more people. If not, that's okay. I'm really just making this for me to document my journey and be able to look back and remember what was, what it was like, you know, the beginning of year three. Um, so, uh, thank you so much for listening and until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.